Welcome back to Absolute Numb, a podcast about everything food-related and cooking on Twitch. We are your hosts, Trina Ballerina, meal planning coach and health and wellness advocate. And I'm Marisol, a classically trained chef and foodie. And in this episode, we're going to talk about our favorite foods, uh, what we love to cook with, and why they're so awesome, including seasonal foods. All right. So how have you been, Muddy? I feel like it's been like two weeks since we like talk talked. Um, it has been about two weeks. <laughs> we've been so busy. Like, it, I know. Just like getting everything done for the podcast is, it's not been a struggle, but just like making sure everything's perfect before the the first day. It just, we, we're going to get our stuff together here as we continue to yes. move on. <laughs> The date, the date definitely sneaks up on you mm-hmm. every every couple of weeks. Yeah, but yeah, everything's been good. Um, had a few uh, technical issues with the last couple of cooking streams, but that should be resolved soon. So other than that, yeah, yeah, I think you were trying to get your uh, laptop to work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Muddy has a like a ten year old laptop, so like cooking streams are just like. A, a struggle right now for her she's always been using her phone and she wants to upgrade yes. so yes so i tried using my old laptop the 10 year old one and then i forgot i had an old work laptop that was a little bit newer but it's it's just not capable of handling it so all the test streams i did yesterday um they were just very laggy. Mm-hmm. So moving on, I'll go back to my phone until I get my new laptop in a couple weeks. Okay. Well, that's yes. That's good and exciting because like I like watching your cooking streams and it's just yeah. And I just feel like it's just gonna be better quality mm-hmm. going forward. You know, instead of just having one wide angle view right. with my phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. I started that way too with just my phone. So <laughs> I understand that struggle. <laughs> Yes, humble beginnings, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, last week we talked about uh, a little bit about memories and how they related to food and how those memories were like so much stronger when they were centered around food. So, that's one of the reasons why we kind of wanted to slide right into this topic about why we like uh, cooking with some of these some of our favorite foods and why they're just awesome in general to cook with. Uh, And we have like plenty of memories centered around these foods. And I think uh, it's pretty cool that our favorite foods have the, usually come with these memories that last forever. So. Mm -hmm. um, What are your favorite foods? (laughs) Well, I think the easiest way to go about this is just kind of like how, uh like how they come in season so there's there's definitely a lot of like great memories within summer and fall and winter and stuff like that of like how you cook and stuff so uh i think now that summer is upon us uh it's very hot well for the most part here in wisconsin it is Mm -hmm. um like the summer foods that I usually like cooking with are strawberries. Uh, we do cook with a lot of uh, rhubarb because my mom would grow that as I was growing up. 
Otherwise, like, having anything fresh from the garden was, like, always, like, an essential thing. Um, Tomatoes, cucumbers, beans, stuff like that. Just, like, healthy and delicious and a great addition to any meal. Yes. Did your mom just uh, make, like, strawberry rhubarb pie? Or or how else did she use rhubarb? Because I know most people associate rhubarb with summer, right, and pie, like strawberry rhubarb pie. But I don't know of... I've never really cooked with rhubarb, so I don't know, other than the pie, what to do with it. Yeah, so uh, we would make, like, rhubarb bars, basically. They were, like, the like kind of like a pie, but, like, in bar form. But it wasn't, okay. like, it wasn't like a pie. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, like, super yummy. And um, I think she added less sugar usually, so it was a little bit more healthy, um, rhubarb kind of has that like tangy tart taste to begin with so you kind of need like yes. the sugar but when you add like strawberries or something like that that natural uh nature's Sweetness. candy basically right, right. <laughs> uh adds a lot to it so then you don't ha- need as much sugar but that's true mm-hmm. what were some of the things that you like to cook with in summertime Ooh, in the summer Summer, because it's usually so hot, I mean, and the re- for the rest of the country, San Diego is a little bit of an anomaly because it doesn't get super hot here. Um, nevertheless, y- you end up, or at least I know I do, I end up eating more, uh, eating more of the foods that are a little bit lighter, like, you know, salads and fruit salads and eating a lot of summer fruits and, um, you know, like fish things that aren't so heavy. I feel like when you're you're hot, you don't want to eat like pork roasts or like a big vat of mashed potatoes, right? <laughs> right. You want something a little bit lighter, a little bit healthier. Um, uh, lots of salads. I love all different kinds of salads uh, with fruit and without fruit, just you know, like a green salad with, you know, like pomegranate seeds or strawberries, blue cheese, um, you know, any kind of shellfish I love. So like scallops, mussels, uh, just fish in general. It's nice to have in the summer because it doesn't take long to cook. Um, another thing, you know, who wants to turn their oven on when it's like 90 degrees outside? You know, that's another great reason to be outside and cook, you know, on a grill. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the summer allows you to be outside longer. So, you know, easy foods that don't require a lot of uh, heat and prep time and standing over the stove, you know. (laughs) So anything like that, really. Love fruit, fruit salads, barbecue, like ribs, potato salad, like all of that quintessential American summertime food. Mm -hmm. All the good all that good barbecue especially yeah grilling, kebabs <laughs> any of that yeah i think grilling is definitely huge here in wisconsin too because we make a lot of bratwurst with like our our german heritage and all that stuff and Ooh, like yes. german potato salad and yes. all those like german german traditional <laughs> foods uh that mm-hmm. come about here and my family is predominantly like German and so is Taylor's. So I just feel like we we eat a lot of German food year round, but it, it might it just seems like it's more in summertime because you can easily grow broths and uh, yes. all those other things that come along with it. So 
Yes, that sounds so good. I love brats. <laughs> They're so good. They yeah. uh, they make like crazy flavored brats here. They have like cheesy brats and like jalapeno brats and <laughs> just Ooh. like a whole bunch of different flavors. It's like interesting to see. Uh, yeah, I have a friend whose um, mom, usually every year in July for her birthday, she orders brats from Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> And they have a, a party at, at her parents' house and just grill brats, and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's funny to think about, like, things get, are getting, like, imported from Wisconsin that, like, I just have so easily accessible here. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think, I mean, I really love, like, summertime foods, but... I think, like, fall and winter are probably, like, some of my favorite, like, times to make food because you have, well, especially in fall, you have, like, the option to cook outside, but you also have the option to really cook inside because it's not as hot anymore, mm -hmm. usually. Right. Right. <laughs> Fall's a little iffy sometimes. Um, but, like, especially in fall, like, I feel like... Um, like apple cider and like all those different types of pies and spiced type items are out there. Yes. <laughs> you can almost like smell the apples in the air during fall, mm -hmm. right? Apple picking season and then everything that you can make with apples, apple pie, apple butter, apple sauce. It's just like apple mayhem and I, when i was growing up in virginia every year we would go apple picking and that's one thing i miss we can go apple picking here if you drive like an hour and a half two hours into the mountains um but it's just not the same quality of apple as you get in places that are i don't know are more weather friendly for yeah. apple growing you know I what i mean what you're trying to yeah. say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah there's there's certain items like especially oranges like you you kind of have to get them from like florida or california like mm -hmm. growing them around here just wouldn't work very well and i don't think they would taste all that great honestly <laughs> no no i mean it's nice that we can get food pretty much from any part of the world but mm -hmm. really i mean is it is it going to be that tasty if it's coming all the way, you know, like a week on a ship before it even gets to the grocery store? Right. And then they got to like do all this like extra like preservative stuff to make sure that it doesn't get gross before it even gets to you. So, yeah. So eating seasonally, whether it's, you know, any any of the seasons, it's, a, it's best to just try to eat local, right? Look. Mm -hmm look for and you know try to find food fruit and vegetables that are being grown like in your vicinity um, and try to cook with those each season and that's kind of why we do uh, end up having more light fare in the summer and the spring and heavier you know items in the fall and winter in the fall and winter you're looking for mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes, you know, things that are hearty and that are going to like stick to your ribs and, and, as opposed to in the summertime. And typically potatoes and sweet potatoes grow fall and winter. Um, so, you know, when a vegetable or a fruit is harvested, it loses like 30% of its nutrients within a couple of days. So again, it's nice that you can get, you know, whatever from 
chili, but <laughs> is it going to retain its nutrients? Right. Is it going to taste that good? Probably not. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I think also, like, it's great. I've done this this year. I've started my own garden, and I live in an apartment, so I have everything, like, out on my, my balcony, and I have multiple pots and making sure everything's growing well, and I'm growing things that could grow, like, well around here, and I'm not trying to, like, go super outside of the box. Like, I'm not trying to grow a freaking avocado or something, <laughs> but, right, like, right. it's it's going to be so great when I can, like, harvest that spinach or harvest that broccoli and know that I grew it myself, and it's going to be – it's going to have all the nutrients in it because I grew it and yes. I picked it when I wanted to eat it, so. Yes. <laughs> like I swear, it makes such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It really does. I think that like going back to the cheese analogy that I've used in the last couple of podcasts, <laughs> like, you know, shredded cheese, it's exposed to more air. So it kind of loses its flavor. Same with a vegetable. Like you pick it today and you don't eat it for a week. It's not going to taste as good right. as when you fresh, when you just first picked it. Did, are you growing any herbs too? Yeah, I have a cilantro and basil and two different types of oregano because that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, That's okay. Taylor's mom bought me, uh, was it? I think she bought me the Italian oregano, and then I okay. accidentally bought. Oh, I can't even remember what the other type was. Um, but it's a different type of oregano, and I had no idea. And apparently, there's also like Mexican oregano, and like there's like oh. whole many, so many different types of oregano. So I'm kind of excited to like see the difference of like what they taste like and stuff. <laughs> exciting yeah it's nice to be able to just walk outside and snip off like mm-hmm. basil or thyme or whatever you're growing yeah because you go to the store and you buy a little packet of your herbs and it's I don't know like two dollars or whatever you only yeah. need like a few pieces and then the rest are just gonna get moldy and yeah die you like almost like have days. to have like an entire week like planned out for that one herb if you're gonna buy it from the store yep. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah well that's Good, and you're, you're growing herbs. Yeah. Yes. I want to get uh, parsley, too, because I thought I had it. <laughs> I was going to put it in my oh, that's right. <laughs> my, my shrimp this past weekend when I cooked, and I totally was like, wait, I'm silly. I didn't even plant any parsley. So I have some room yeah, out there. I can plant some. <laughs> parsley, dill. Dill, I don't know. My other problem with dill is it, like, once it seeds, it spreads everywhere, and oh, I don't, like, want that to be in all my other plants. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Same with mint too. That. You got to be careful with mint. It will just spread oh, yeah. everywhere mint. also. <laughs> yeah, I do know about mint. <laughs> um yeah, you were talking about picking your own apples earlier. We actually have mm-hmm. like a of like a farmer that allow it's kind of like a touristy farmer, but they they have their own like apple orchard and pumpkin patch and every year they do their own like corn maze and stuff. And I know they uh, have other like gourds and um, I can't even think of some of the other plants that they have, but they have like like their own little like mini farmers market basically throughout like the end of summer into fall. And they're huge for like their caramel apples and all that and it's just, like, a fun little place to go, especially if you need, like, local things. Like, we have, like, a farmer's market every Saturday, but mm-hmm. it's, like, a fun experience to go see some goats and <laughs> some cows and just kind of be, like, on the farm, basically. And yes. 
kind of just have some fun while you're doing it. So I'm sure there's plenty of places like that, like around the country, like not just in Wisconsin. I know that we're huge, like dairy state and have lots of farms, but I'm sure there's farms in every state. So yes, I would, I would tell everybody to go check out your local farmer's market. A, you're supporting small farms and not, you know, big corporations for one. You're supporting local business. So that's nice. And you get to meet the farmers, the people who are actually tending to your food and giving you, you know, these beautiful whatever it is that you're picking up and smelling and tasting at the farmer's markets. It's just a nice way to spend like an hour while you're, you know, grocery shopping Um, But you're getting it super, super fresh. It probably was picked like just the day before. So that's always nice. Um, I might be a little biased because I do volunteer at a farm. (laughs) But um, I I do notice a difference that when I pull a carrot out of the ground and wash it off and eat it compared to buying carrot at the store. I mean, it's just a world of difference in flavor, color, uh, just everything. It's it's just really delicious. So. Mm I would recommend everybody find your local farmer's market. Yeah, farmer's market. Or if you guys even don't have a farmer's market like near you, I'm sure there's plenty uh, like farmers that would be happy to like let you tour their farm and like actually get to meet them. Because I'm not usually, but sometimes most of the time, like your food is going to be local, like at least in within the state. So depending yes. on what it is, as long as your state can grow it. Right. But, <laughs> right. Um, and there's also like food share programs too. If you don't have a farmer's market, can't get to a farm, like there's also food share programs out there where you can uh, basically not like rent a farmer. I, I don't know how to explain it. Is it? It's, so that's what the farm is that I volunteer at. It's a called community like sourced agriculture. So you pay, uh, it's like you pay for a share of produce. Um, so like say I pay like $27 every other week and I get a bag of fresh organic produce picked from the farm. Uh, and it's nice because you never know what you're going to get. I mean, they send you a list like the week of, mm-hmm. but because the farm is constantly changing depending on the season of what can be grown, uh, you're never getting the same thing every single week. So it kind of forces you to try uh, ingredients that you might not typically use. Like I've never, or I hadn't until I worked at the farm and got my produce from them, used bok choy. That's not something that I seek out at the grocery store. <laughs> and so when it started showing up in my basket obviously I started using it and um yeah it's it's a fun way to try new things and again supporting local farms eating healthy you know all that good stuff seasonally which is which is nice too yeah yeah I definitely think it's great to try new things and go out of your comfort zone like that (laughs) I agree did you have any uh other favorite fall foods that you wanted to talk about Fall foods. Well, just pie. All pie. kinds of pies. All the pies. All fall. All she eats yeah. is pie. <laughs> I do. It's funny because as soon as the weather starts to get cooler and you know the uh, daylight hours diminish and it's starting to feel like that fall weather, I'm all about <laughs> baking and pies and like mac and cheese and you know mashed potatoes. <laughs> Some butter, like all the big comfort foods that 
are just so warm and yummy in your tummy. <laughs> yeah. Those, those are my favorite dishes around the fall. One of the things that I really enjoy doing, because I know not, lot, not a lot of people do this, but after you carb like your pumpkin, you have like all those leftover seeds. And this mm-hmm. is definitely something that my mom taught me to do because you got to use all of it. And so after we would carve our pumpkins, we would take those seeds and clean them. And then we'd uh, put them on a pan and uh, season them. I don't even remember what we would season them with, just maybe salt and pepper. And then we'd put them in the oven and we'd have roasted pumpkin seeds. And they're so good. (laughs) Yes. We used to do the same thing. Yeah. Yes. So good. I think last fall I talked about this and people were like, you eat pumpkin seeds? What? And I was like, yeah. yeah, it's so good. Like people were like so amazed that you eat pumpkin seeds. And I was like, oh, you can delicious. probably eat any type of seed. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. And pumpkin seeds, I feel like when you do it in the oven at home, they just get like this nice toasty mm. flavor to them. And not like the kind that you buy in a bag at the store. Yeah. It- Idiom warm is the best, I feel like. Oh my gosh. And the salt sticks to them just so nicely. Yeah. Warm. Mm. (laughs) So good. Yeah. All right. So moving into winter, I feel like definitely winter is a comfort food time. Even if you live in a warm state like California, um, Especially in Wisconsin, it's chilly. You want like your your warm, comforty foods, your mashed potatoes. <laughs> I, I saw a chat like I I like eat mashed potatoes year round. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do too. But <laughs> I definitely crave it more when it's cold outside. Yes, yep. <laughs> and your soups and stews and all the casseroles, all that stuff. Uh, one of the things I definitely make a lot in winter and early spring when it's still cold out is tater tot casserole. And mm-hmm. I've been uh, sneaking some healthy ingredients in there so he doesn't know. <laughs> He's in the room with me. <laughs> but, like, I experimented this past, uh, like, early spring. I used veggie tater tots. So they had, like, like they're obviously, like, potato starch no matter what. But, like, if you have, like, the veggie ones, you get, like, the veggie nutrients Kind of also, I mean, to an extent, <laughs> they're <Right. laughs> they're not the real thing. But I also put green beans in there, and I also uh, try to use less salt and all that stuff too. So it's it's a lot better than the original tater tot casserole. <laughs> um, but especially with your soups and stews too, you can get lots of veggies in there. Um, sometimes in the winter time. Especially here in Wisconsin, you can't always get like your carrots and uh, other stuff fresh, so you're kind of losing some of the nutrients there. But if you do have your own garden, you can grow them and then uh, can them or freeze them or whatever, and then you'll still have them. But um, yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah, and that goes back to you know back to cooking with what you have seasonally and mm-hmm. trying something new. You know, trying a different thing in your thing. Your thing and your thing. That made no sense. A different vegetable (laughs) in like your casserole or your soup. Something that you normally don't, something that you normally wouldn't use. Right. (laughs) But that's in season or you live locally. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Was there anything else that you really like to make in winter? I just, 
honestly just yes. like warm foods and yeah anything warm like um like we said pies already pies. <laughs> fall but, and but winter like, is just pies all year round it's, it's all we eat <laughs> No, but like roasts, like roasted chicken and vegetables or like uh, like a pot roast, you know, like something hearty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything like that. I love. I feel like winter is definitely a lot harder because you want those like heartier foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're also like eating more calories to an extent. Um, and then that's why a lot of people feel like they gain weight in the wintertime and it also has to do with like the holidays that fall in the winter <laughs> thanksgiving yep. and christmas and uh new years and all those like sweets come along with it so <laughs> oh yes <laughs> which is why yes, we keep do. saying pie <laughs> can never have enough pie oh i know i feel like i also experiment like with like hot drinks so um, I make like a peppermint hot chocolate every once in a while or, My favorite. uh, what else do I make? Um, well, this is more fall, but like, uh, I make like, uh, alcoholic apple cider. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I bet that does sound Or good. like a caramel, I- caramel apple ice cream drinks are really good. <laughs> What? Yeah, you use uh, like a caramel apple liqueur or whiskey, um, uh-huh. or they even have like caramel apple uh, bourbon too, and then you use cream de cocoa and ice cream, <laughs> and they blend it all together. So deadly. good. <laughs> Holy cow. That's like dessert in drink form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not ex- exactly healthy, but it's so good in moderation. <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. In moderation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I need the recipe for that and for your peppermint hot chocolate because I am obsessed with peppermint around the holidays too. Mm, me too. Everyone's like car or pumpkin spice lattes and I'm like, give me that no. peppermint. <laughs> me too. Yes. I love it so much. Peppermint is the best, literally. <laughs> oh, I agree. I even make like peppermint cookies too. Who made mm-hmm. those? Like with the, they have mm-hmm. the little peppermint chocolate chips. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, last year I was making these chocolate. They're like chocolate cookies with peppermint M and M's in them. Ooh! Holy, I'll send you the recipe okay. for that one because <laughs> they are amazing. <laughs> so good. Yeah, if anyone in chat or if you're listening to the recording of this and you want these recipes, also let us know and we'll like give them to you too. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> All right. So as uh, winter comes to an end and the spring rolls around, um, starts to warm up and we start getting some of our early season uh, herbs and all that stuff. I especially like growing herbs in the early spring because it makes your food so much more flavorful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Like, having the little, like, spice, like, containers is great, but, like, putting fresh basil or fresh cilantro and all that stuff um, in your foods is so much more flavorful. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 
you just get more out of the herbs mm -hmm. uh, when when they're freshly picked and used as opposed to something that's been sitting in a container for like a year. I mean, it's definitely good if you don't have access. Right. The fresh herbs, by all means, use your dried stuff. But if you can grow some fresh herbs, I would say go for it. And herbs are so easy to grow. Like, I feel like you could even grow them early spring indoors if you don't have a warm climate. Like, Wisconsin, like, that's what I do. Just because we have frost mornings all the way into the end of April. So, <laughs> it's, okay. it's a struggle sometimes. That's why, like, planting my garden, I always, like, I have to wait to, like, even growing up, we had to wait until, like, early May late May, like our farmers here in Wisconsin didn't actually get a chance to plant their farms um, and fields until like a couple weeks ago because it's been so oh rainy and it's been so wow. cold and uh, Wisconsin weather has just been crazy this year. So <laughs> I felt that's bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough because just think of all that money that they're losing. Right. Like, you know, yeah. And crops. their crops are delayed now and it and it's continuing to rain. I'm, I hope their plants didn't get rained out. So, wow. Yeah, San Diego. Our growing season is growing season is just about year round, uh, especially along the coast areas um, because it's so mild in temperature. Mm -hmm. You can pretty much grow anything year round. In the summer, it does get a little too hot for some of the more delicate herbs. Like cilantro, we usually don't grow at the farm in the summer. Or basil, it'll be too hot. Um, but for the most part, the rest of the herbs, thyme, oregano, they're really easy to grow. Parsley, um, and yeah, it just makes everything more vibrant, I guess, when you add them to your food. Mm-hmm. Someone in my chat said that corn crop is going to be down by 30% this year. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, to an extent, that's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because we overproduce corn so much here in America. Like, I feel like yeah, we, do. we don't need that much corn, but it's also like farmers are losing out on that money. So it's yeah. not always a great thing either, but... right. Corn right. isn't everything. That is a topic for it another is. day, but it's literally yeah. in everything. It's in your meat. It's in your soda. It's it's just in everything. So yeah. <laughs> um, what are some other like spring stuff that you like to cook with other than herbs? Uh, spring stuff. Uh, anything you know? Any of the uh, foods that like to come up in spring like um let's see like peas like all the different varieties mm -hmm. of peas sugar snap peas snow peas oh, so <laughs> uh just like garden peas they're it's like i don't know a lot of people usually will just eat frozen peas or canned peas and i'm telling you right now when you pick off peas from the vine and just crack it open and eat it it is the most amazing flavor you will ever have. Um, so definitely peas. I love leeks. Uh, any kind of like green onion that grows. Scallions. Uh, what else? Um, mm, arugula. And again, going back to the, you know, it's not quite summer yet. And it's not quite winter during the spring. So I tend to begin uh, eating a little bit lighter. I, I, I'm probably too full from all the mashed potatoes and <laughs> butter and 
pies from the months before, so I start to ease up a little bit. Yeah. As as spring is coming, so. I think uh, like frozen peas taste like baby food. <laughs> like they have yeah. no flavor at all. <laughs> no. But no. I think especially where you live, like you kind of have more of a like accessibility and advantage to having like spring fresh foods because like I said, yes. like it takes forever for our weather to even be like good enough to plant anything. So like some of right. these things that like you were mentioning, like leeks and <clears throat> arugula, like I've never even tried. So it's definitely things that really? like have to try. Yeah. Just because it's like it's not really it's a thing not... that we grow here because we yeah. can't like. That's true. Unless I have yep. like an indoor greenhouse or something, maybe next year. Yeah. But Maybe next year, right? <laughs> yeah, know. that's true. I mean, the San Diego season, it's basically kind of like spring here year round for the mm -hmm. most part as far as the climate goes and temperature, uh, sun, that kind of stuff. So we are able to grow a lot of different things most of the year. Um, so that is a big advantage. You'll you'll see when you're here in September, um, all the different variety of foods that mm -hmm. we have that you probably can't get up in Wisconsin. Yeah. And I'm sure, well, it probably gets important. I was going to say, I'm sure there's things that you haven't tried, but other than cheese curds. Yes, but, I'm dying for those. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring some with me if I can. Well, I have a check-in yes. bag. I'll see if I can bring some. You won't okay, get the good. deep fried kind, but the like the cheese that squeaks in your mouth, it's the best. <laughs> wait, is wait is the cheese that squeaks in your mouth, is that the fried kind or not the fried kind? Well, they both squeak in your mouth, but there's like a kind that's not deep fried. And then there's a kind that's deep fried. Okay, and you're bringing the non-deep fried one and it's still going to squeak? Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is so awesome. <laughs> She's like so ready for this. I'm really excited to so like ready. come see the farm that you volunteer at. And yeah, stuff. I can't wait for you to see it too. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be a different experience because from what I saw in like your live video that you did, um, mm -hmm. It's definitely different compared to, like, the touristy farm that I go to all the time. Like, yes. it's more geared towards the customers, whereas, like, your farm's geared towards, like, the food share and growing things right. and all that, so. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just a small little farm, and you're definitely coming with, so it'll be fun. And <laughs> I know, we'll, I'm like, excited. We should do a, a stream from there and just pick our food and then come home and and uh, scream what we're cooking from the stuff we made. Got oh, that would be so fun. That we picked from the farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll for sure do that. All right. Do Does the chat have any questions for us about, like, any of the foods that we talked about tonight? Or um, let me scroll back and see. So we're kind Seasonal of items. winding down to the end here. Was there any uh, other foods that you wanted to talk about tonight, Muddy? Because I think I covered all the ones I did. Yeah, I think we hit it all. Mm -hmm. Summer foods right now, I mean, it is summer, so berries, lots of berries, strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, it's that time of year. So back to pies. <laughs> you can make pies in the summer, you can make pies in the fall. <laughs> watermelon i forgot about watermelon Ooh, i watermelon love watermelon the best. yeah yes especially in puts... the summertime oh my god i know even allegra loves watermelon i'll cut it up and freeze it but do you like salt on your watermelon i don't 
No. You don't. I like to eat it normal. My grandma also puts salt on her tomatoes, and I'm like, stop, you're ruining it. <laughs> it depends. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It just depends on the mood. There's a a condiment um, that's called tahin, T-A-J-I-N, and it's like a lime, salty, sweet seasoning mm-hmm. that people use uh and sometimes i'll put that on Ooh, watermelon interesting that's pretty good too yeah i'll have to look into that <laughs> <clears throat> uh grump grandpa says do you have to wear overalls and hip boots to work on your farm <laughs> no although although uh i do wear boot not hip boots no that would be for like at a cranberry bog i think <laughs> Nothing like that. I do wear boots, though, because there are rattlesnakes out this time of year. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. I couldn't even imagine, covered. like, having dangerous snakes around you. We don't really have dangerous snakes here. Yeah, be be thankful. <laughs> it's, it's a little nerve-wracking when you're reaching down to harvest something. And you're trying to be careful, but they, they're very good at camouflaging themselves. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of cranberries, I didn't even think about this, but we grow like cranberries here in Wisconsin and like they actually have like a cranberry fest like around really? fall time. It's really fun. Ooh, yeah, like everything there is cranberry. They have like cranberry uh like I don't even know. <laughs> cranberry pie and cranberry uh juice, juice and jam, and jam and... and yeah, just all the things of cranberry. <laughs> Did you know that when a cranberry is fully ripe It'll bounce like a rubber ball. No, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. There's your fun fact for the day. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I don't think we... Salt on tomatoes. Yeah. I do like salt on tomatoes, too. I just... But if if it's like a really, really, really ripe tomato, then I will not put salt on it. Yeah. I just... I don't know. <laughs> salt on tomatoes or watermelon, just not my thing. I don't like it to add like extra salt if it doesn't need it. I understand. <laughs> you can just eat those yeah. two things on their own. <laughs> mm, that does sound good. Yeah, cranberries are like very naturally sour. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. <laughs> okay, well, All right. I think that concludes our third episode here. Um. Thank you so much for joining us for the third episode yes. of Absolute Numb. We appreciate y'all being here. Uh, you can find us live on Twitch at Trina Ballerina or Muddy Soul Weekly. And we will see you every first and third Monday of the month. Uh, first Monday on Muddy's channel and the third Monday on my channel. And we just appreciate you all being here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>